Previously on Finish It, Indiana Jones and the Cult of the Mummy's Crypt. But me and Indy have the same idea, the same time as jump off the building. So we run to jump off the building, but then it's too high and we decide not to. So then uh, he grabs the big man. And <laughs> Why is it like this? It's always been like this. <laughs> like, like a book report by the worst kid in class. <laughs> I do think I'm doing something different and wrong, and I should fix it. Let's hear it with like more excitement. No. <laughs> My name is Matt Ewell. You promised me you were going to take this seriously tonight. I'm taking it seriously. My name is Chris Ewell, the one who takes it seriously. Welcome to Finish It. The Completionist <laughs> Interactive Fiction Podcast. Every page, every ending, every book. Yep. Every whip crack of Indies. Whip. Every one of them. Lashes your emotions into... A higher, more pleasant state. Okay. How, so you you must be like riding high right now. You must be yeah floating on a cloud. Why do you say that? Well, I'm oh. assuming there was a lot of whip cracks in your no. book. Oh, there were some the problem. There were some. I think I got one. You got one. I think so. I got a handful. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh. <laughs> hey, are you okay, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little. My tummy's a little upsetty. Oh no, we've got tummy problems yeah, live just, on the radio. I'm a little upsetty tummy, so I'm just, I'm a little low-key. You want me to sing a little uh, lullaby to your tummy? Maybe after. To calm it down. I mean, you, you could do the... it now, I guess. Yeah, maybe other people have upsetty tummy and they want All right, we'll lullaby. put the headphones on your tummy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right on the tummy. Yeah. Go to sleep, little Much tummy. Louder. It's time to rest. Your gurgly bits and go to sleep. Nothing. Does that feel better? Nothing? No, nothing. You I couldn't hear it? it. I'm looking forward to listening to that eventually. Uh, well, give it a couple <sighs> minutes to sink in. Oh, yeah, That'll yeah, probably yeah. make your tummy feel so right. Thanks, man. My tummy feels incredible. Why? How? It's just strong. Yeah. It's just strong, powerful tummy. I used to think we had the same tummy upsetting, and then I nah. find that you have an iron stomach, and I That's have right. the opposite of that, which I guess is uh, like a plastic bag with holes in it. <laughs> so I cook <laughs> breakfast for dinner. N- nothing goes wrong when you have breakfast for dinner. A little ham and pepper omelet, you know? Oh, that sounds nice. Well, it's a good time for everybody. But we're not here to talk about breakfast for dinner or dinner for breakfast. Or lunch for snack, which is something I do a lot. <laughs> We're here to talk about R.L. Stein's Indiana Jones and the Cult of the Mummy's Crypt. We're yeah. on week number four? four. I love it. Yeah. Should we do a little read tease about what we experienced in our yeah, reads this read evening? Yeah, let's read Let's keep the energy high. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Yeah. Whoa. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a little retease. Uh, things get a little batty, but I have a howl in good time, <laughs> and I get a double. You get a double. Yeah, that's not that great. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. Uh, my retease is I am bamboozled. Oh. By the author. Okay. <laughs> as long as you're not made to feel other, because that would just be too difficult, I think. Feel feel what? Feel othered. No, it's by the author. Author. Oh, I thought you said other. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get bamboozled by the author. That's yeah. that's intriguing. He's a wily one, this R.L. Stein. Uh yeah, he is, and he got me good. I cannot wait to find out how because I'm your younger brother and I'd love to see you get it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Good. <laughs> That's a classic younger brother, older brother relationship. Love to see him get it. <laughs> That's right. But I prepared a segment for you, Matt, to wake oh. you up a little bit and okay, get, get your tummy all excited. Thank you, thank you. Here it goes. All right, here we go. Is the spot stranger than fiction? Let's investigate. That's right. Welcome to CYOAIRL. This is your adventure in real life where we take the things in our books and see what if there's things like it in the real life world. I love that. Um, Yes, this is a find your fate book, but let's be honest. Every interactive fiction is a choose your own adventure. Yeah, that's true. And I'll never think otherwise. Mm -mm. Uh, Yeah, so I started, I I poked around on the internet looking for... Like every cotton swab is a Q-tip. Exactly. And every nasal tissue is a Kleenex. Yeah. Yeah. And every car is a Toyota. (laughs) I won't hear anything else about it. And every Jedi is a Yoda. (laughs) Yodas can come in grown up or baby, and that's it. Uh, no, I was like, okay, is there a real life Indiana Jones? You know, like, is there a person who's inspiration? And you can find that on the internet for yourself. Yes, there's plenty of um, white rich explorers from the 30s who <laughs> went all over the world and took whatever they wanted. Okay, sure. So yeah, yeah so that very quickly became a not particularly interesting. Mm. Uh, Google search, but I did find one story that I found pretty interesting. Mm. Um, in 2003, yeah, there's an anthropologist named Holly Cusack McVeigh, mm. loaded name. Uh, <laughs> she's an anthropologist at the Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. Uh, she wanted to be an anthropologist ever since she was a kid. She was interested in native cultures. And I guess, okay, this is an interesting detail that her, her parents laughed at her when she said she wanted to be an anthropologist. Wow, rude. I know. But you know what? Honestly, the amount of things I've laughed at that my kids said, <laughs> like I feel something's going to stick. But she followed her dreams, and she did. She became a very successful anthropologist who was very uh, connected to the communities she was um, researching. Neat. And she was contacted in 2013 by a uh, FBI agent who handles stolen art. That kind of stuff. Those sorts of cases. And he was contacting her because he had gotten a tip from a dude in a small town about an old man in a small town who had an extensive collection in his little house. Uh, Not a little house. Actually, it's a pretty big house in a very, very small town. Uh, 
he would take the uh, the Boy Scouts there and stuff to show them the cool collection. He's a well-liked man. He had a lot of neat stuff, and people liked yeah. to go there and look at it. So this FBI agent had taken a visit under the ruse of just being interested in seeing what was going on. Dress up like a Boy Scout. Exactly. Gee, sure, thanks for showing me your arts. <laughs> would you like to buy Boy Scout brownies? <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so he went there, and... I was truly, truly horrified. He the he went into one building, and the, of this person's home, and yeah. on first glance saw what he thought must be at least ten thousand different excavated artifacts, including oh, oh, oh. jewelry from ancient China, pre-Columbian yeah. spears, um, bones and skulls of who who knows where they yeah. are from, uh, Celtic axes. He realized this was just half the room. Yeah, he surveyed cool. the whole room. The whole room must have been about 20,000 different items. And as he left, he saw like three more buildings on the property and realized there was a very large cellar as well. And so, and then after that, found another reason to go back and dig a little deeper Whoa. and found just basements full of so much stuff. Whoa. All told, uh, almost 50,000 excavated oh. items. Yeah. Um, and so he contacted Holly to try to figure out how to handle this because they knew they had to take it out of there. Yeah. But there were like ancient vases. Yeah. You know, like things from a very long time ago. <laughs> they were like, how do we handle this? How right. do we not Can we dis- touch this? Not to just dis- not destroy them on the yeah. way out. What do we do with all of these things? And she was, uh, so sh- she got on the case with the FBI figuring out how to handle all of this crazy stuff. And then they went in there and they, uh, convinced him to let them take this stuff. And it took like two weeks to get everything off of his property, including, and like I said, yeah, almost like 50,000 different things. Gosh. And he had spent, him and his wife had spent his, their lives traveling hundreds of countries. Yeah. And everywhere they went, they just went places and dug stuff up <laughs> and jammed stuff in their bags <laughs> and went back home. Wow. They didn't care where they went, who, who, <laughs> where they were digging, and they filled this entire property, including bones of over 2,000 bones, which amounted to 500 different people, five, oh, people's wow. remains, mostly like, Native American yeah. people, indigenous people from, uh, from America. And so... So they're the real-life Indiana Jones. That guy is the real-life Indiana Jones, exactly. But uh, Holly was instrumental yeah. in um, taking all of this stuff, and it's like the largest repatriation effort the U.S. has ever done. Oh, wow. Like it was the largest repatriation of stuff to China from the U.S. ever. They gave like 50 artifacts to Haiti, and Haiti oh, and the people in Haiti said, hey – Nobody's ever repatriated anything to us before. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, oh. And hundreds, like, I think about 100 countries got stuff. Yeah. And then a, and the, the hugest effort has been they reaching out to all of the uh, registered tribes in the United States and trying to figure out oh, where man. these remains need to go and who they belong to. So this horrifying monster spent all of his life digging up other people's cultural artifacts <laughs> and putting them oh. in his house and barn and bags in a basement that he never opened. And showing him the Boy Scouts. And then he he died like the like six months after this happened. Oh, so never faced any criminal uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> charges or anything like that. But I thought that was a fascinating and horrible story. But uh, it was quite an impressive effort. Uh, thanks into a small part to Holly 
what is it? Cusack McVeigh? That's wild. Holly Cusack Holly McVeigh. Hunter DuVey. <laughs> Holly Hunter DuVey. Um, no, Holly so. Cusack McVeigh. That's really amazing. I thought that was very interesting and horrible and interesting. So there. That's that's just to wet your brain whistle and to get it all ready to it receive is. book. <laughs> Great. What? I'm ready to absorb information now. Okay. Are you? Mm-hmm. Because you look a little guarded. <laughs> I feel like, like like you don't trust me right now. My guard is up against my own body. <laughs> I'm going to appear gotta, and sound tense. You've got to make a firewall. I, a couple I, a couple key locations to it, 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 it install a firewall situation. <laughs> well, then we should dig into this book then. Uh, try to get, get you out of here, okay? Get you back on your plane as soon as we can. <laughs> Thanks. Get you back home so you can do what you need to do. What's Ka- the first thing somebody so you're about to say Cairo Egypt? Yeah, Cairo Egypt. We have to now. We have to say Ka- Ka- I was gonna say what's the first thing somebody ever said in Cairo, Egypt in June of nineteen thirty four? You think this was the first thing somebody said that year in Cairo, Egypt? And that month? Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think it was a quiet morning and it's the first of June. All right. Watch out, kid, Indiana Jones yells. Nice. That wasn't an impression. I was just reading the book. It was nice. I wasn't trying to do an impression. I know though. you weren't trying. To I just wanted were, to be clear. Were you kind? Of, did you start to try to do one? I don't think that's important. I think <laughs> I don't think we need to dig into intent. Okay. Well, here we are. Nearly Cairo's getting crazy. Run over by a caravan, a camel caravan. It's a bustling. It's a bustling city, and we yeah. gotta we gotta watch our back, even if we want an exciting summer vacation. We're walking around, and it does mention a veiled woman dressed in black passes by quickly, and I think. We've been disregarding that, but I think that's like either Marla, because uh-huh. she's part of the cult of Ramar and she's spying on us, uh-huh. or it's just somebody who's a, pa- a part of the cult of Ramar and they're spying on us. Because so I you feel think like at some point later on, there's going to be a part where you, the kid cousin is like, wait, that lady who walked quickly past us yep. on the first I rec- page. I'd recognize that quick walk anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I think I think she turns her eyes away from ours. I think I I think that's because she's spying on us and trying to play cool. And she's All right. I love she's it. on her little wrist radio and she's like, Throw the throw the cement boulders now. Yeah, tell the mummy tell the mummy I miss him. <laughs> Kiss a mummy for me. Hey, give her a little kiss. Uh and yeah, Kahwamp, concrete boulder. It's the street. Somebody's up there throwing concrete boulders at us. Yeah, not just like just up there throwing them for fun this is because they're mad at us and they hate us this is purposeful this is aimed this is targeted (sighs) and they're trying to deliver a message and it's not welcome to egypt yeah we're sure of it so you're gonna head up to the roof and confront this boulder thrower or you're gonna duck into the nearest building i bet you better know i'm going up to the roof all right i love it okay good good for us following our patterns i'm ducking into the the nearest building that's where i'm headed do you want to hear what happens to me again? Yeah, and then we'll probably meet up. You we'll know, in the off. Up, yeah. I think we might be getting awfully close to a bottleneck hustle territory. Yeah, I think so. I'll meet you at the museum in a minute. Okay. Okay, sounds good. All right, me and my cousin Indiana Jones, no big deal, runs around. We find some <laughs> stairs up to the roof, so we go up to the stairs, and then um, there's this tall, this seven foot tall, huge dude in a bl- black captain billowing a full around him, seven and he's feet? about. Seven feet tall. He's he's seven feet tall. We're a kid, so how accurate that is, I don't know. But it says seven feet tall. And he's about to throw a big concrete boulder at us. Yep. 
probably classic. a R.L. Stein was writing the book and he was like, the guy's throwing boulders and it, his editor was like, started yawning. <laughs> and it was like concrete boulders and his editor was like what that's fascinating that's not a thing and he liked it because it's not a thing yeah yeah he was like keep keep it and he was fired the where next do you day. come up with this stuff <laughs> uh and yeah jones punches him in the stomach but doesn't do anything which is very indiana jones classic uh he tries to hit him again he does hit him twice did you know that and then then the guy just yeah. laughs at him and then i so, remember that and then Indiana Jones shoves him, and the guy drops the rock. And there's about to be tussle, and Indiana Jones throws me his gun. Uh, but um, then I have to drop the gun because some other guys show up, and they're all wearing black robes, too. Yep. A lot of, lot of dudes. Yeah, so then me and my cousin Indiana Jones look at each other, and we know exactly what we're thinking. We're going to jump off this roof awesomely. Yes. So we run really fast to the edge of the roof, and then we stop because uh, we're, we're it's way too far down to jump. I feel like that's the thing that happens when two bad things are there, right? Like you run away from the people because they're scary, but then you're like, oh, no, that jump is way too scary. Yeah. And you go back to the people and you're like, oh, but Ugh. they're scary. And then you go back to the room. You got to go back, yeah. And it's never good. You run back and forth. And then there's two of you, so now you're going opposite ways because you get uh, messed up. And then and it's hilarious. You run into each other. Yeah. In this case, uh, Indiana Jones, my cousin, grabs this giant guy and uses a human shield so these guys can't shoot us. But then guess what, though? What happened? They shoot that guy. Oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. And then we, so we don't have a human shield anymore. And we're like, oh, no. So then my cousin Indiana Jones is like, we can fight or jump. I'm glad he doesn't grab you. (laughs) Yeah. Not much of a shield. That's true. (laughs) All right. So we can either keep fighting these guys or jump three stories down to the next rooftop. You definitely jump down, right? No, incorrect. We're fighting. I think jump it down, you land in the policeman's oh, apartment. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so, Idiot Jones spins a guy around with his scarf. Lots of fun. Uh, classic. Very Fighting classic. stuff. I pick his gun back up, but he gets kicked out of my hand. So, <laughs> the opening of Temple of Doom style. Yeah. Can't hold on to that thing, for the, mm. which is for the best. Uh, Indiana Jones and the guy who's fighting are about to roll right off the roof, but then they freeze and they're looking past me and I turn and here's, uh, there's a bunch of cops. It's the cops are here. Oh no. Um, they're very confused. They have no idea what's going on. Uh, but what the heck are we going to do? Should we escape or should we try to explain to them what's going on? Well, we're going to try to escape because if I explain to them what's going on, I get deported. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good either. So they're all confused. Uh, my cousin Indiana Jones is like, come on, let's jump off the roof. We jump. And then as we fall, we realize we really biffed it, and we're about to go five stories <laughs> down the street. Yeah, not great. Luckily, and this is my favorite bit in the whole book so far, is we land in a that grain cart being pulled by a guy with a ox. That's an outrageous amount of luck. And I then, mean, <laughs> just the fact that you don't even that you actually land perfectly in the middle of the grain cart. Yeah, you don't hit the like the the rail of it, the fence of it, or anything. Yeah, nobody wangs an elbow. Yeah, you don't land on the guy driving it, like. <laughs> But my favorite part is like, okay, so we fall into this thing. It makes a big crash, but the farmer doesn't notice it, right? Yeah. He's just like, let's go, ox, and they start going. It's noisy and down the there. St- and everybody starts shooting at us. Oh, no, really? <laughs> so this guy is just driving off in his cart with bullets like flying all around. He has no idea. It's such a funny Indiana Jones, but they don't you mention that really. You can definitely picture that, right? Like he's, yeah. just like he's like whistling to himself or humming to himself and not even noticing. Yeah. Uh, so then we pull out, we're passing the Cairo Museum, so we hop out. My cousin Indiana Jones says, we'll get out here, driver, as a little joke, you know. It's good. It's a good And one. that guy's like so surprised. Yeah, he hears that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Why am I in Cairo, Chris? You Where got a, because a couple mummies got stolen. That's right. And, and here I am at, in the office. Of, you're making assumptions of about who would steal mummies. Doctor Omar Salam in the in the Cairo Museum. Yeah. Are you you want to meet up? Oh yeah, yeah. I suppose so. So rewind. You know what? Forget it. Let's route. not meet up. Why don't you like meeting up with me anymore? Because I don't think we're going to be on the same trail for very long. Okay. I think it's time. Let's. I'll just do mine. We'll do it old school. That makes style. a lot of sense. You're right. All right. So here we are, and uh, Doctor Islam is very nice. He's friends with Marcus Brody. Um. Then the door to his office bursts open, and can you believe who it is? Marcus Brody. Marla. Marla Evans. Oh, close. Marla Evans is his assistant, and she is from Cincinnati. Mm, sounds suspicious. And Indiana Jones says, how exciting for you, with a lot of sass. <laughs> I feel like this line and the line that follows it feels way more Han Solo than Indiana Jones. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because I agree. When Can he's we get talking, down to business? When he's talking shop, Indiana yeah. Jones, he's very he's pretty professional. Yeah, he's he, does get, he does get intense about it. And he does like kind of talk over people because he's so smart and he gets a, gets ahead of himself and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's but here true. he's just being mean. I don't know why. Yeah. Showing off for his little cousin. Right. All right. So a couple of mummies were stolen. We're here to get them and take them back where they don't belong. Yeah. Sure. Get them. Uh, then there's a big crash. Dr. Salam runs to the door and it's just a servant dropped a bunch of drinks and stuff. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And we're like, oh, is he listening in? And, he, and Dr. Salam's like, no, 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 no. I know that guy. Um. So we're pretty sure that the mummies are here. Uh, and Dr. Slanth says, hey, I can help you. I got to tell you about the cult of Ramar. And uh, Indiana Jones already knows about the cult of Ramar because he is so smart about stuff. Okay. And they uh, believe they could bring mummies, uh, control mummies. Oh, sure. Um, and that's what Dr. Slanth is saying when a bomb explodes under his desk. Uh... I get knocked over. Everybody gets knocked over. Uh, there's running footsteps outside the door. So should I run after those footsteps or should I help Dr. Salam? Uh, can help him. Yeah. Okay. You're sticking with that, huh? Can help him. Yeah. Uh, he's bleeding just a whole lot from his head. Oh, he boy. says something about a papyrus. If we should go to the mummy room and something about the papyrus in my cousin, Indiana Jones, is like what papyrus, what about a papyrus? And then, uh, <laughs> Dr. Salam dies. Oh no. Yeah, and then Indiana Jones starts leaving. Marla's like, where are you going? And he's like, to the mummy room, because that's yeah. where we're going to go, to the mummy room. Yeah, because Dr. Slam said that, right? He said to go to the mummy room. Yeah. What are we going to do, not go to the mummy room? Yeah, you got to go to the mummy room. I probably should just stay there. Something terrible has happened. But yeah, it's off to the mummy room with us. Uh, in the mummy room, there's guys in black robes, and you guess what they're doing? They got a papyrus. Hold on a second. Matt. Yeah, okay. Marla Evans. Yeah. You take all the letters of that name. I was doing this earlier, doing anagrams with her. <laughs> Rearrange it. Yeah. What'd you get? Man larvas. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> man okay. larvas. You think so? She's a mummy, probably. Yeah, because what's a man larva? There'd be larvas, man, probably. Because it's probably full of them. No, 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 because that's what a mummy is. No, a mummy not. is a cocoon. Well, larva's not for, a cocoon. For a heat. Wait, what's a larva? Larva's like the thing it is before. Uh, larva's like a baby bug. Oh, right. It's a baby bug. Okay, no, I think she's clear then. Okay, she's good. She's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my cousin Andy and Jones thinks we're too late and he's scared. But I don't know why. But then guess what mummies start to do? Larvas. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what'd you do? Mummies start to do stuff. 
they start walking around and stuff, and we're pretty scared. Classic mummies. They're coming at us. Okay. Uh, so we either got to fight mummies or run away from mummies. Fight the mummies. Fight the mummies. Yeah, you got to fight, fight the, the mummies. mummies. You're right about fighting the mummies. Did you fight them? I was Wait, right. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, that is incorrect. <laughs> I just chanted it hard enough. <laughs> I believed hard enough. We always fight the mummies, so it's time to do something different. And the thing to do today is run away from the ancient mummies. That's what I did in my read the first time, I think. I don't think so. I went back uh, the first time? No. Yeah, you're right. It's a different spot. Well, tell me if it sounds familiar. Okay. Because I think this is the new thing I found. Okay. It's the crack of ancient bones as they come at us. Crack. Crack. An arm crack, falls off of a crack, mummy and crack, another mummy's head falls off. Crack. But they crack. Can... Okay. All right. Crack. It's the sound of cracking. Uh-oh. Okay, it's thing. a fun facts time. Sound sound effect interruption. Y'all know what time it is. <laughs> That's right. It's time for Indiana Badman. Dory. Fortune and glory. Ever since you started doing fun facts, every yeah. single week, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to interrupt him this week. <laughs> and I did it. Yeah, you finally did it. You got it. <laughs> What's the fun fact? Oh, I'm doing, the, I'm doing the fun fact. Now you did the interruption. Yeah, I just did the interruption. Right, you still I have to do your fun fact. What you did. I, I just get to do the interrupting part. <laughs> well, I'm really glad that you interrupted me to remind me to tell you this great thing. Okay, good. This is another thing that makes him a bad archaeologist. I love it, because he is a bad archaeologist. Yeah, if you want to find a lot of ways he's a bad archaeologist, you can check it out at https colon slash slash www.ranker.com slash list slash ways dash indiana dash jones dash was dash a dash terrible dash archaeologist slash christy dash box christy c-h-r-i-s-t because that's christy's name. Or you could just go down into his basement and look at his bags of skulls and bones. <laughs> it's true. Uh <clears throat> Do you remember when he used a human corpse as a torch? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> in uh, Last Crusade, they're under the that um, library. Okay. And they're going through the rat tunnels. Yeah. And oh, then it's dark, right. so he just breaks an arm off a dead bo- that's off a right. body. That's right. Yeah, that's wraps gnarly. Stuff around, turns it into a torch. And then he throws the rest of the body in the water. That's def- definitely something that this guy would do i read about today yeah that's the kind of thing that archaeologists shouldn't shouldn't do to stuff it's one of those things like yeah like there's that, a, he's like i'm searching for one thing any other artifact i find yeah. along the way is not important because it's, it's not as special to me and now no one else can see it <laughs> an archaeologist named duncan sayer said about this moment <laughs> The destruction of human remains prevents future study. It is the forensic equivalent of book burning, the willful ruin of knowledge. Yes. So, Phenomenal. Um, yeah. So that's one time when he willfully ruined knowledge. Oh, I didn't. I got Sorry. I got to tell you one more thing about this guy from earlier that oh, I yes, forgot please. to tell you about. Um, after all of that, yeah. even after yeah. all of that, the Indiana Archaeological Society awarded him a Lifetime Achievement Award, saying he's the very definition of someone dedicated to archaeological achievement. <laughs> How horrific is that? Are you absolutely absolutely kidding me? Sorry. Okay. They should call it the Indiana Jones Archaeological <laughs> Society <laughs> yeah, of they, Indiana. They really, really very much should. 
All right. Thank you, Matt, for that fun fact about why Indiana Jones is a bad archaeologist, I'm just but so a excited. good cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good cowboy. I'm so happy you just couldn't wait for the fun fact. Yeah, I love those fun facts. All right. So the mummies are coming at us, right? Let's, let's see if this sounds... It all sounds familiar, but see if we actually did this. Sure. One of their arms falls off, the other guy's head falls off, and they keep coming. Yeah. So me and Indiana Jones are pretty terrified, so we turn to run to the door... But it's closed and locked by yeah. one of the black robed men, and he leers at us in triumph. Yeah, that's a triumphant leer. That's not we, easy to do. And we look around for another exit, and it's stinky. Yeah, stinky mummies. And it says, and still they come. You have no choice but to fight them. Oh, okay. All right. And now I'm back to page 78, which is the page you turn to if you choose to fight them. Oh, wild. Okay, yeah, I didn't do that. I did not okay, do that. Good. That's crazy. So that that was how I was bamboozled by Mr. Stein. Dang. So he. Oh man. Into okay. Making the choice I didn't want to make because there's nothing left to do. Interesting. In, in this path. And yeah, Jones. He's my cousin. He gets his whip out and he starts whipping mummies. And everybody must just be laughing and laughing. Were you whipping mummies? <laughs> That's incredible. That's a real whip. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do that? You've been practicing with a real whip. Do it I've been again. Practicing. Ooh. Almost hit yourself. <laughs> Almost, but not quite. Um, yeah, so he's whipping these mummies like crazy, and it doesn't do anything. And yeah. then uh, a hidden door opens, and Marla Evans comes in Okay, st- uh, strangely. I've done this. In this read? Not in this read, no. Just yeah, yeah, no. The rest of this has already been done, because there's gotcha. nothing left if you choose to fight them. Oh, oh, dang, that's messed up. So there's nothing left down this hole. Oh, path. okay. She's super surprised to see anybody in the mummy room, despite the fact that everybody said they were going to the mummy room. <laughs> sure, yeah. Because she's up to something. Because she's a man larvas. Maybe <laughs> maybe the man larvas was like, oh, they'll be taken care of by now, by the mummies. Yeah. Uh, she screams, but someone grabs her in her face, and she stops screaming, and then she manages to say, grab the papyrus. Ooh. Um, so, I don't remember what I did. You have a choice to try to grab it or not, right? Yeah. Run for it or grab for it. Um, yeah, do I run for the doorway or grab for the papyrus? I think I, I went to the yeah, I did. I went to the doorway because I'd not done that. I think just you'd done it. But both, but the other one is a is a pretty fast ending, right? Grabbing the papyrus. Yeah, they're all fast endings at this gotcha. point. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I run to the door. Uh, oh, this is where I butt a man head first. Yeah. So I got to have that fun. That's great. And then I go into the door. And um, the door slammed shut behind me, so I'm cut off from Marla and Indiana Jones, my cousin. Oh, no, not your cousin. I'm in this tunnel, and there's snarling behind me. Uh-huh. And it's a six-foot-tall rat. Yep. And he comes at me. Everything goes black. And I wake up, and the bad news is that that was all just a goofed-up dream I had after falling over when the guy dropped the platter yeah. of drinks outside because the noise me. was so loud i feel like you don't have the right temperament for a summer with <laughs> indiana jones <laughs> surely impressing my cousin indiana jones when i fall <laughs> over the good news is dr salam is not dead that's that's cool uh so uh marla's been waiting for an excuse to go back to beautiful cincinnati so she's willing to take me back with her yeah which is great so now you're gonna live with her yeah yeah presumably or is she taking you back to her bug family so she assures me I'll be fine, and of course I'll be fine, I think, but meanwhile I'll miss out on the adventure of my life unless I close the book and begin again. 
Ugh, that's the worst. Which I will for <laughs> next time. The end. Okay, so you got the ending I'd gotten before, but you did get a new page, so you did a little bit of book jam. Yeah, we had to do that, the worst read of the podcast. <laughs> This is a book, a book gender action. No, so, there are apologies. worse reads. There are worse reads because <laughs> there are, we did ones where you don't even get to the museum. Yeah, but that I hate. I'm so happy I'm not going to read any of that stuff. Well, I guess the boulders, but yeah. Anyway, sorry everybody. That was not the coolest adventure. Hey, no apology necessary, man. I thought you did a wonderful job. Um, Thanks, thank you. But I feel like I'm in good. I'm in, I have good standing right now to get a better ending. Um, yeah, you I basically think you're just got to You would have to get a better ending. So, fingers crossed. Okay. We'll just have to wait and see if it's as awesome as it is. <laughs> Matt. Yeah, what's up? Do you have a quiz for me? I do have a quiz for you. Yes! It's my, perfect, it's my favorite way to take a break between your read and my read. It's the thing we do in the middle of things. It's episode of Young Indian Jones Chronicles that gives us Goosebumps by Arl Stein Part 2. That sounded phenomenal. Oh my lord, the way you make jangles is aggressive <laughs> and genius. It's to wake us up if, in case we're, we're too low-key because our tummies are upsetting. My tummy's fine, man. You keep forgetting about my super tummy. Yeah, that's true. You know, I got frozen hash browns you can just cook in the toaster? Yeah. I love it. I knew about that. That's crazy. Yeah, and then you put a slice of cheese on it. Why not? Hey, you put that uh, toaster strudel frosting on it. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Matt, what, I couldn't hear. What is the quiz? It's a it's it's part two of episode of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicle or Give Yourself Goosebumps by R.L. Stein from our, from Super User Adam, a.k.a. Part two? No, I and him. Oh, no. Not a part two. Yeah, you had a chance to do the part two, but then you didn't do the part two, so now guess who does do the part two? Oh, it's me. I blew I it. I blew it. You do the part two I do the me. part two? Don't mind if I do. Oh. So you got to tell me. You remind me of the quiz. <laughs> what quiz? <laughs> the quiz of the part two. Which part? Which to, part? Two? Part, to part two. Remind me of the babe. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah you better tell me is this a give yourself goosebumps by earl stein or is this an episode of young indiana jones chronicles keeping in mind of course that this would be one of the um tv movies that went direct to v8 not direct to vhs but eventually to vhs yeah uh what that combined some episodes for more excitement yeah i'm ready because they had good titles okay here we go we're gonna start right now alone in snake bite canyon that's that's a Goosebumps. You're right. That was a Goosebumps. You're doing great so far. Thank you. Ship of Ghouls. Oh, come on. That has to be a Goosebumps. It's a Goobump. Okay. You did great. A Gooboo. Masks of Evil. Oh, no. That's a Goosebumps. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Check it again. Go back and check it. Masks of Evil. Oh, man. I thought you said Mask. Of evil. No, I didn't. I was really okay, clear well, about it. That's, my it's bad. A, yeah, that's an episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Really? Yes. Zombie it sounded, School. It sounded so familiar. Zombie School is a Goosebumps. That is a Gabal. Adventures in the Secret Service. Oh, come on. That has to be uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, you nailed it with that oh, one. Okay, that good. is a Young Indiana Jones Chronicles episode movie. All right. You are plant food. You are plant food? Yeah, it's a contraction of you are. 
your plant food. <laughs> Are you sure it's not talking about my plant food that I own? Your plant food. <laughs> I'm confident because of I'm reading it. Why, it's got to be goosebumps. It's got to be goosebumps. It's got to be goosebumps. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Adventure, got... your plant food. <laughs> you got it in my head, man. <laughs> it's not me. It's Adam. I wasn't talking to you. Yeah, fair. Escape from Camp Run for Your Life. I mean, I want to say Goosebumps, but Indiana Jones and the Escape from Camp Run for Your Life sounds really good. Uh, I'm going to say Goosebumps, though. Yeah, it is Goosebumps. You followed your heart. Yes. Uh, Ready? Yeah. Spring Break Adventure. Spring Break? Spring Break Adventure. Oh, no, that's fascinating, isn't it? (laughs) Was there even a spring break in Indiana Jones time? I couldn't tell you. I can't, I'm going to say no because I feel like he was in boarding school or something, and they got to stay there till the summer. It was the adventure of Young Indiana, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles adventure. I'm going to say is the Goosebumps. No, it wasn't though. <laughs> What's the other one? <laughs> oh, you were just telling me that. Yeah, it was... I was trying to explain that what it was. Really? Yeah, yeah. He had spring break. Maybe he just took a break in the spring. Or it's adventures to watch during your spring break. I mean, I, I actually don't know. I don't know um, what year that episode took place. It could have been 89. It's really aggravating. Sorry about that. Again, not me. Don't be mad at me. (laughs) All right, only two left. Are you ready? I guess. Hollywood Follies. I mean, it has to be Indiana Jones. (laughs) Yeah, what if that was a give me some goosebumps? (laughs) (laughs) Your great-grandma would be like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right last one to see if you can answer it please don't feed the vampire it could be it could be it could be rl stein if it was hollywood fall east but it's like f-a-l-l dash i-e-s yeah. there's a picture of a kid falling down a, a dark pit all right what's the new one please don't feed the vampire please don't feed the indiana jones and the adventure of please don't feed the dead Indiana Jones and please don't feed the vampire. Indiana Jones in please don't feed the vampire. Indiana Jones and the vampire and please don't feed the vampire. I'm going to go with goosebumps. It is a goosebumps. You did it. I got one wrong. Is that right? You got two wrong. I got two wrong. Yeah. And then you were wrong about how many you got wrong. So that's three. (laughs) Technically. (laughs) This is a master quiz maker we've got on our hands here. Yep. Uh, thank you for that. You can, yeah, thank um, you, Adam. That if anybody was else has any structured. fun quiz ideas, you can plop them in the Discord, which I actually haven't popped in into in a couple days, which I realize because right here, Matt, yeah. we have another re-tease submission <gasps> from Marcus from the Murder Museum. <laughs> awesome. I haven't even listened to it yet, and I'm really excited. I'm sorry we didn't play it today. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to play it on the next episode, Matt. I think that sounds really good. So, yeah, if anybody else has any uh, jangles, drop them in there. And quiz ideas, yes, y'all are the best. Thank you for that. And thank you for humiliating me and making me look like a really idiot in front of the whole internet. You got 80%. That sounds right. (laughs) I'm just thinking back (laughs) on my school (laughs) career. It kind of changes things, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, That's not so bad. Eight out of 10. How's that? I never felt, I didn't feel great about it in school, but if there was an eight as the first number, I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's nothing to be proud of, but no, it's better than you thought you were going to do, right? All right, Matt, here's my adventure, which is way more awesome than your adventure. Thank goodness. That guy's throwing concrete boulders, and I don't want that, so I duck into a building. Yeah. It's a warehouse full of uh, 
guys with two grain. Of the snakes. Bags of grain. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that is something else that's in this warehouse that we get surprised by. <laughs> a guy with a two-headed snake. Indiana Jones absolutely freaks. He cannot hang with this two-headed snake. Uh, he makes that face Harrison Ford makes when he's playing Indiana Jones being scared of a snake. Yeah. Where he's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys can't see it, but that face is exactly right. Yeah. Um, and then they get in a fight. The guy named Abdul jumps at Indy and punches him uh, with both hands in the stomach. <laughs> Just <laughs> wild. <laughs> now, get- where does the snake come into? Has he already... I'm we're way past it, Matt. We're wrestling. Uh I push over a barrel. It hurts him. On his and, legs. <laughs> yeah, and then both the cobra actually bites at the this. two-headed cobra bites Abdul with both heads, which shows me that the Is it like a theme thing where like the guy punches with two arms and then you shove the barrel and it hits his legs, both of them, and then the the thing bites with both heads. Maybe that's a whole... supposed to mean something? Maybe that's a whole Cult of Ramar thing, this, like, perfect what symmetry page? or something. Maybe that's what the way... Is it? Maybe that's why mummies go like that with their two arms. Because <laughs> they're trying to punch you. <laughs> yeah, they're going to punch you. <laughs> Mummy punch. <laughs> Mummy punch. <laughs> Just stand still. Uh, but no, he gets bit by his devil snake. Snake slithers away, and the guy runs away. Hmm. Wait, wait, no, no, let me do that again. Back it up, back it up. The okay. snake slithers away, and and the the cobra leaves too. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, right? The two faced monster <laughs> slithers away, <laughs> and also the guy leaves. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You blew it. <laughs> You blew it so bad. It was so close to good. <laughs> but you sold it. I say you sold it. The confidence. You know, the confidence. You really sold it. Anyways, we're covered in wheat grains. But we got to get out of here. So we go to the Cairo Museum. Cut to the Cairo Museum. Uh, we're chatting with Dr. Salam. And you know how it works. Uh, Marla comes in. They have a little back and forth. There's a loud noise. Somebody drops something outside the door. Big crash, but it was just like a tray falling and nobody seems worried about it. Mm. Until Kablamo, Dr. Slum's desk explodes right when he was telling us about the cult of Ramar. Yeah. Man, I'm breezing through this. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Uh, and how they think they can bring mummies back to life. Mm-hmm. But now there's been a big explosion. I hear footsteps running away down the hall, and I'm not going to waste my time checking on Dr. Salam. He's a grown-up. He yeah. can check on himself. Yeah. I'm He's a dead grown-up. I'm here to take down criminals. Yeah. I hate criminals. Yeah. So I'm going yeah, to... You're just looking for those mummies for this museum. <laughs> you care about anything else. I'm going to I'm going to chase down these criminals. Unfortunately, Matt, the door is locked. Oh. And we can't get out. Even Indiana Jones can't open this door. That's how locked this door is. All the way. All the way. Then there's a hissing sound. It's not a two-headed cobra, Matt. It's gas. Green gas. Gas. The thousand-headed cobra. Yeah. It bites with a million heads. (laughs) Two million teeth. (laughs) There's only two (laughs) teeth per head? Yep. (laughs) It's like that cartoon baby. Haven't you ever drawn a snake? 
Fair enough. <laughs> you got me. You got me really good. Uh, we're trapped. We're trapped. Marla cries in terror because we are trapped in here with a bunch of gas. Yeah, Marla, who are you telling? Well, she... we're all trapped, Marla. It's good to be clear in communication in an emergency. We have a cousin, Marla, from Ohio. Yep, we sure do. I wonder if she's our cousin, too. If everybody in this book is our cousin. Probably. Awesome. The window, the door won't budge. The window is really high up and barred, and we're not quite sure what to do. And now we notice Dr. Salam is actually gone. He's not there anymore. I turn around to check on him, and he has vanished. He's not in the room. I tell my cousin, Indiana Jones... He's like, what? And so he thinks maybe there's a there's a uh, trap door or a secret exit out of this yeah. room, and somebody maybe grabbed him. So Indy starts looking for a secret exit. So I could try to escape through the window. That's really yeah. high up. I did yeah. that last time mm. and made a fool of myself because <laughs> gas goes up. I thought maybe this was the gas that went down, but that's just in movies. No, it wasn't. Okay. So I am going to try to help Indy look for a secret exit or a trap door or something like that. Yeah, if it was me, I'd be like, all right, if I was dead, how would I escape? Yeah, if I was a large dead doctor. <laughs> then I lay down on the, gro- on the floor dead. Yeah, think about it. But that's not what I do. Indy's shoving stuff away from the ground and looking for a trapdoor on the ground. I'm looking on the walls. My, the, my lungs are ready to burst, unfortunately. Oh, no. I can't breathe. I grab onto a bookshelf to hold myself up, but the bookshelf moves, and the door there's a door behind it, an opening. I use my last breath to yell, Quick, Indy, I found it! And I stagger into the opening, into a dark tunnel. Indy's right behind me. Marla, he yells to Marla to follow, and she says, But it's dark in there, and filthy! <laughs> so I think there's Yeah, a- we didn't mention it this time, but we offered her a handkerchief and it was dirty and she was like, That's gross yeah, and that's, wouldn't accept it. That's her main character trait is not liking dirty yeah, things. Yeah, she is from Cincinnati and she doesn't like it nasty. But <laughs> she likes it Cincinnati neat and tidy. <laughs> but what is that fluttering noise coming toward me, Matt? Six foot rat. <laughs> bats indy cries it's bats dozens of bats in the darkness uh and then marla says if i weren't so terrified i'd scream and then she screams (laughs) (laughs) which is wonderful a bat has grabbed onto her shoulders phrasing that makes me wonder how large this bat is (laughs) Uh, and its wings are just beating it's like around Marla, her head. Marla, take it easy. Breathe. <laughs> yeah. <It's so> bad. <laughs> Massaging her, trying to calm her down. Uh, Indy pulls out his bullwhip. Yeah. And he whips it. And the bats don't <laughs> like it, so he whips it again. Yeah. Because bats are highly sensitive to sound. So they retreat. They fly they away. They flap a hasty retreat. But Indy says, they'll be back. Oh. Which is a good thing to know about bats. Yeah. Because they usually just fly past, but it's good to know that they frequently come back. Marla's embarrassed that she screamed, but Indy makes it clear that we don't have time to be embarrassed. I'm thinking maybe the gas is gone, and maybe we can go back into the office and go through that way instead of continuing down this dark, scary tunnel with bats. Yeah, this is scary. So there's a choice here. Do I keep going forward, or do I try to get out of the dark tunnel and go back to the office? I'll be bats. 
That's good. I'll be bats. That's great. Do you want me to lift that and put it back five minutes ago to when I said that? <laughs> no, I'm happy with that. It's good. You're fine with that. Okay, good. It's a callback. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> so am I going to keep going forward into the bat tunnel or am I going to try to go back to the office? I'm trying to play it smart here. Tunnel. So I'm going to go back to the office. Oh, you're going back Because to the there office. also might be some clues there is what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, clues. And some Or somebody who thinks we're gone coming in to clean up the mess and ha-ha, we catch him in the act. Yeah, plus there's no way that corpse went through this secret tunnel you found. Exactly. But the secret door is controlled by a timed spring lock. It closed behind us as soon as we went through. You have no choice to, but to go forward in this dark passage. You didn't really think you'd be allowed to escape danger so easily, did you? No, Mr. Stein, but I did think I'd be allowed to select something <laughs> and then see what happened with, with my choice I made. Yeah, Matt, I got bamboozled by Mr. We Stein as well. Bamboozled. It sent me right back to the choice you would make if you continued no. down the tunnel. Yeah, double bamboozle. It's a double bamboozle week here on Finish It Pod. <laughs> So we head down the passage. We keep listening for bats, but they're they're not coming back. Uh, Indy's asking Marla about if she knows about this passage or if anybody else in the museum would know about this passage. They're talking about the cult of Ramar, and I'm like, could they really bring mummies back to life? And Indy said he'd be real surprised, which is a good response because I think I'd be real surprised to see that too. <laughs> All of a sudden, this narrow passage ends at a solid wall. There is no exit. And in this moment, I cannot remember what happens next. And I'm like, how are we going to get out of this? <laughs> but he finds a lever. And oh. uh, a door opens. We burst through it. And we're in a big room of marble floors and walls. We're in part of the museum. We're in the mummy room. There's case, you know, display cases and everything all over the place. But a mummy's missing from a sarcophagus. And there's a trail of blood on the floor, which we think is Dr. Salam's. That, that they carried him through here, Right. But Indy's like, but what are they? Why do they need him? They're taking the mummies, sure, but why do they need Doctor Salam? And there's yeah, what's no, going on? There's a second mummy that's missing too. And uh, Marla says she can't believe that there's two of them missing. They're worth millions, and I say they'll be worth more when they're alive. <laughs> and Indy frowns at me and says, "Not funny, kid." It was funny. I thought it was funny, right? Yeah, it's a rare instance where Indiana Jones is wrong, except for all the times that he's wrong. <laughs> I think wrong. he's just jealous that I got the good laugh <laughs> he, line. Yeah, you got there quick. He does not like being overshadowed. So we follow the trail of blood, and we go into another room, ancient weapons room, and there we see some dudes with the black robes, and they grab some ancient spears and charge at us. Excellent. But dude, don't even worry about it. I got quick moves. I'm a quick thinker. I grab a spear and I throw it to Indiana Jones. What? Does he know? And then I look away as I hear the clang of spear against spear. So I throw him a spear and then I look away because I don't want to see what's going to happen. Wow. Which is a smart move because when I turn back around, one of them is um, in pain on the ground. Yeah. He has been murdered. He just isn't dead yet. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, But then Indy's spear breaks in two during this epic battle with another guy. Oh, boy. And so I go to throw him another spear, but it's like stuck. It's like <laughs> oh, stuck yeah. to the wall. So it's like my signature move. Now I can't do it. Yeah, that's, oh man. Yeah. Um, and then now the, the the guy's on top of Andy, pinning him to the floor. He's using the spear handle. He's pushing it down on Indy's neck. 
suffocating him. I leap onto his back. He throws me off. I pick myself up. I go to do it again. And just then two Cairo (laughs) policemen run into the room. These guys are good. Yeah, they're on it. They must have heard the explosion, Andy thinks. Well, he croaks it. Uh, But he thought it first. So so what do we do now? Should I keep fighting and hope that... Uh, to keep fighting these dudes and try to help the situation? Or do I assume that the two policemen will take care of it and now we can escape? So do I keep fighting or do I escape? I don't know. You keep fighting, Again, probably. I'm trying to play it smart, so I'm going to escape. The policemen oh. have this handle. This is what they do. They probably Here's have their, their job. They probably have their own spears, and they're probably modern spears. Yeah. Official spears. Official for the government spears. So I run for it. Indy says, this is our chance. Let's go. And he pulls a small lever beside another another case, a display case. And he, say, he says, I've had my eye on this lever ever since we came into the room, which is pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. That's just how he thinks. Um, and Marla's like, I've never knew about any of this stuff. But then, so we're in another tunnel, another like little chamber in between stuff. But then, wait, Matt. Yeah. What was that howling sound? What? What was it? What, what was it? it? You're never going to, do you have any guesses? Uh, it's got to be werewolf. Think so? Yeah. I was thinking some cider wolf or something like that. It's not, it's cats. A whole lot of house cats in cages lined up on the wall. That's not true. Dozens of house cats. And Marla's confused why anyone in a museum would keep a whole bunch of house cats in cages. Uh, nobody knows. We don't get a chance to figure it out because we hear a muffled clumping from behind us. <laughs> which is the If pr- I was a Indiana Jones cousin, cousin and I was there, I'd say, cats. Why did it have to be cats? <laughs> cats. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> and the muffled clumping could only be one thing, Matt. It's mummies. And they're walking right at us. Are they? Or are they jazzercising your way? <laughs> it does look like they're jazzercising <laughs> in that image. This, there is an illustration. There are four mummies, and they're handsome. Yeah. And the one in the front is doing the moves, and the three in the back are not in sync. And they're trying, but they're <laughs> failing. <laughs> they're bluffing it. And they practice so much. They practice so hard, but the everybody's just off in the dance routine. Can you use that image as the uh, blog uh, post? How could I not? It's okay, the good. most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> These are muscular, well-fed mummies, too. The they're thick. in great shape. You'd think they'd be able to do that dance, but I think yeah. they're still getting their coordination back, it's probably. A, yeah, it's a coordination issue. This can't be happening, I cry. It's a nightmare. And then, <laughs> and then Mar- you say that? Yeah. <laughs> I bet this character's been at brunch and has said exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> And then Marla tops it by saying, ooh, the smell. <laughs> Is ooh, it the cats? Ooh, with three O's. It could, I could be both. I think it's the smell of the mummies, but I'm sure the cats aren't helping. They're getting really close to us now, and the cats are howling and crying. And he pulls down his bullwhip. I have to decide what to do. Another decision point. Do I try to fight them, or do I try to run out of the secret passage and get away from them? I think I've run enough tonight, Matt. Yes, it's time no, to take a stand. Running doesn't help. Yeah. I'm going to fight these mummies. I'm going to punch okay. them right in their tummies. Good. Right in the mummy tummies. That's it, what that's what we like to hear. Indy raises his whip, but an ancient gauzed hand springs forward and knocks it from his grasp. And now the odor is really overpowering. Why? The cats are screeching and crying. Why are the cats in this secret chamber? Do they have yeah. something to do with the power that brought the mummies back to life? You will not find out. 
Yeah. The mummies surround you and grasp you in their powerful arms. Mummy hug. This adventure has a gripping ending. Nice. Unfortunately, you are the ones being gripped. Oh, no. Evidently, they intend to squeeze all the drama they can out of this story. Better close the book. This is definitely the end. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not satisfying. I should have kept running. I should have just kept on running. Just running through secret passage after secret passage. Eventually, we'd get to like outside, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. And then it's probably fine. That's why I always say in the Indian Jones movies, I'm like, just go outside, go outside, dummies. <laughs> Jeez, so that was my adventure. I mean, um, I liked some of it. Yeah, I think we, it Brandon is time. Mine. It is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, let's make that. Oh, official. let's yeah, let's not spoil this part. Choose. Yes, there can be only one who has lost and who has won. Who will have the winning lead? Are you team Chris or our team? Who will be winner be? Listen now and you will see. Oh, yeah, it's me. Yeah, right? you want. I got an ending we already got before. Yes. So, yeah, good job. Uh, good job. Bad ending, bad adventure, but um, better but than mine. Still pretty good. Now. And there was cats, and that's a mystery to be solved. That's kind of fun. It is a new mystery, and that is very fun. But now we have to decide. We have to ch- check in on our uh, Indiana Jones bingo. Whoever does the most classic indie thing wins it. That's all the rules you need to play. Classic indie bingo. <laughs> classic indie. Dang. <laughs> okay. Two secret levers to open two secret doors. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's really good. Also, spear fight. Yeah, spear fight. You know what the most Indiana Jones thing I think from your read was was when the guy um, was holding the spear uh, by either end on Indy's yeah. neck and choking him out? Yeah, that's very classic Indiana Jones. I'll go with that. I, I'm sure I wrote down my most Indiana Jones moment. But you, only yeah, have I, that, you only have that one page. I know. That's why. My, maybe that's why I didn't write it down. Uh, best I got is uh, the uh, secret door has been closed and locked, and so we're fumbling around trying to find a way out as mummies stagger towards us. Yeah, I think mine's a little stronger. Yep. Yes. Good week to be Chris. Yep. I got the points. I interrupted you for the fun fact. I'm on cloud 10. (laughs) That's really amazing. Feeling good. Uh, Matt, have you been practicing your Indiana Jones impression? You know what? I have a tip. Oh, what is it? I don't think I'll do a good job or anything, but I realized something. Yeah, what's it? Uh, Han Solo's voice is way more in my head than Indiana Jones for some reason. Yeah. Because I was listening to Han Solo sand lines. I, I think that's the key. Do Han Solo because it's not I was already trying to Indiana do that. Jones. Oh, you're already trying to do yeah. that? Yeah. All right, well, this is not a tip for you. This is for me, I guess. <laughs> okay. I have. Is it my turn to pick a phrase? It's not. It's my turn. Okay, fantastic. You, no, no, we no. can have a phrase off. I was about to pick one in the moment, but you go. Oh, okay. Uh, the phrase I picked from my read was, you fell out of your chair when, uh, <laughs> when that guy dropped this stuff. Yeah. And I was startled, and I fell out of my chair. Any punctuation? And it was all the dream. No, I didn't write any punctuation down. It's not yelled. It's just. <laughs> okay, okay. Spoken to a child. <laughs> It'd be funny to yell it at a child, but okay. Okay, I think I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> All right. 
Are you going or am I going? You're going. Oh, okay. Well, you're uh, sitting just, there with your eyes closed. I yeah, thought I was you were, getting, I thought you were I preparing. Was oh, okay. clearing okay, everything to just hear it, picture. but then the anticipation made me laugh because I know <laughs> neither one of us are going to do this good. What's, what, is, what is... Oh, you fell out of your chair. Is what is you there. fell out of your chair. Okay, yeah. close your eyes and picture yep. Indiana Jones. You fell out of your chair. <laughs> uh, I was picturing him as those cartoons where they didn't animate. They just had a guy's lips in there. Oh, yeah. that's a good, I love those. <laughs> okay, I'm going to close my eyes now. You can do yours. You fell out of your chair. <laughs> that was not bad. Excuse there was me. a the timber was correct. You fell out of your you fell out of your no no. Oh, I'm you're gonna get so there, man. close. I'm you're gonna get so there. close. You fell out. Of, you fell out. Nope, ah, it's gone. You're very very close. You need to follow through though. <sighs> yep, you're right. Because me, I got the follow through, but I don't have the the impression. <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> You've got the off, sound, the big, but you need the take to follow off. through. Oh, and that's a podcast, everybody. Thank you for listening to this uh, wonderful episode. Thank you again. <laughs> this to... wonderful episode, <laughs> we've was, decided. It's an incredible episode. <laughs> uh, and thank you to Noah and Heem for the quiz. That's right, right? Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And thank you to Marcus for the retease we're going to play next week. Marcus, it, not be, it better not be filled with swear words. It better not be Marcus Brody either. Actually, if that would be great. this is Marcus Brody, I will freak <laughs> out. Wait, it says Marcus from the Murder Museum. It might be. <gasps> I can't wait to listen to this. This is a real, that's a that's a podcast tease for next week. Yeah. We would like to say thank you to a very, very special someone, though, Matt. Can we do that now, Matt? Yeah. Please, our compliments you see and concrete are constructive criticism I have one without the other why that'd be no fun no fun sure it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit but would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments it's complies and concrete Man, that's right. That is, this is complies and concretes. Complies, compliments, concretes, pieces of constructive criticism. Hey, do you need this in your life? All you gotta do, hey, maybe follow us on Twitter or, or like a thing we do on Twitter or like uh, or leave a comment on a thing that we've done on the internet or leave a review of a of a podcast on a podcast page uh, or email us or write us a letter. Any of these things, you bring yourself to our attention before we find you first. I came out a little weird. Yeah, well, I was whatever so you do, we'll find we'll figure it out, and then guess what? Then you're gonna get one. Guess who's gonna get it tonight? Me. Who's gonna get it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna roll a dice, and I'm gonna mean I'm gonna randomly generate a number. Find out. It's Julie at X Underhill Zunderhill. I'm gonna say. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for being awesome. And guess what? Now it's time for you to receive complies and concretes. Woo! So I'm going to roll these 10 sided guys and see what we get. Woo! Uh, obviously, since we're doing Indiana Jones books, complies and concretes will take the form of Indiana Jones quotes, which we will translate into a complete and a concrete. I forget every time that that's you. what it is. So our first quote is that that bo- that. That belongs in a museum. That belong that belongs in a museum. Is it that quote. belongs in a museum? Yeah, that belongs in a museum. Wow, in my head it's oh, indicating it's, it the thing. belongs in a museum, but that belongs. In a museum. That belongs. It was set in a couple different movies, so maybe. Oh it was right, fair enough, fair enough. That belongs in a museum. Okay, 
Um, compli. Comp. That's a compli, huh? You're right about that. What do you think that means? That belongs in a museum. You um. Very orderly. You put things in the right place. And you, um, you recognize things that are important, that have value, not just monetary value, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, things that are, that are culturally valuable. To You understand when something deserves respect, when it has value to a person, yeah. and you treat, you treat people and things with the respect that they deserve. You're thoughtful. You yeah. know, you're thoughtful about the people around you and how uh, little things impact them. And that's just yeah. a natural awareness for you, and that's really meaningful to your friends so you should definitely keep it up it's meaningful yeah, like, to me you know the part in the movie where the person is like oh where's the powdered milk for my coffee and then they uh, open an urn of somebody's grandma and use that you would never do that because uh you uh you have that awareness that, that uh, yeah. that's a special thing because of yeah. context like you it's like, not by the coffee like you know when you see someone or meet someone who just like takes care of their stuff and you're like oh yeah. wow you like treat things with like respect and care i bet like i bet none of your cds are scratched and you still have the covers probably. how do you do it how do you do it it's phenomenal it's admirable but now for a little bit of constructive criticism no big deal not a big deal calm down to think about calm down matt i can't calm down <laughs> i feel like this has been your most hyper episode ever i know i'm so sorry everyone it's okay it's your stomach you, you call this archaeology you call you call this arche you call this arche do you call this archaeology? Wow, the real roller coaster. <sighs> Who he says that? Mm-hmm. What's the context? I can't remember. I can't either. I'll look it up. You call this archaeology? I bet it's in uh, Last Crusade, and he's talk- he's saying it to ooh either his dad. I think he's saying it to the lady, the blonde lady. Oh, uh, that's not Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, who says it? His uh, dad. His dad says it, which is what I thought, but it was attributed to him in the thing I was looking at. That's pretty good, though. I bet he thought it, though, Indiana Jones. He yeah, thought yeah. it once or twice. To himself. Um, He's snapping an arm off a corpse and lighting it as a torch. He's like, man. Yeah. All this archaeology in Indiana Jones? Gee whiz. In his head. <laughs> Just muttering it to himself. Another fine mess, Indiana Jones. As a concrete, I think the important thing to remember from this quote is that you maybe sometimes try a little too hard to put everything in its right box, right? Like, yeah, maybe maybe what somebody else do is doing isn't what you would normally consider archaeology. But maybe it's okay to actually extend them a little bit of wiggle room and like hmm. let people do things the way that feel right for them, even if you know a better way. Just give yeah. give people the space to be themselves and don't worry too much about things being in their in their boxes that they're supposed to be in. Yeah. You can call that archaeology. Yeah. Let them call it archaeology. Yeah, Let them just do whatever and call it archaeology. Because nice. it's all going down, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on fire. There's a hole in the boat. <laughs> a hole in the boat. It's too big. It's too big a hole. Oh, you guys are the best. Uh, oh, Matt. Yeah. I actually enjoyed this one tonight. Oh, good. I frequently don't enjoy doing this with you. Ouch. This, <laughs> this one was this one was okay. Well, good. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we'll see about next week. It all depends on your attitude and your tummy. <laughs> yeah. 
we'll be back for more Indiana Jones adventures. We got to be getting a little close, right? What did you say? It was like 12 endings? There's 20. No, there's 20 endings. So what? we're not quite halfway through. Yeah. I thought there was a small amount in this one for some reason. Uh, 20 whole endings. Okay, never mind. We got a lot of adventure ahead of us. So don't be late. Set your clocks <laughs> with the alarm and set it on for next week for Wednesday or maybe Thursday or yeah, Friday. Or we'll <laughs> see. Uh, we'll be thinking about you every day until then. Yeah. So take your vitamins, hmm. take your kids to school. Mm-hmm. And take care to keep your business drier oh. than yourself. That's the stuff. I should be on the radio. Yeah.